welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we thank you so much for joining in, listening in yet again for yet another fun-filled week that we have planned for you. We're on episode 62 already, which is awesome. Um, oh, I'm going to jump right into it with the comments from last week. We're just going to start right off the bat here. Get in on uh, it. If you were listening to last week's episode, uh, you would have heard a couple awesome stories. Uh, exactly one that we were talking about with a guy with eight phones playing Pokemon Go. Well, we had a comment to that that said perhaps the Pokemon Go guy was an entrepreneur while playing other people's games for them for money. Not far-fetched when you see all the people that sold World of Warcraft items in the game. Yeah, very Which true. Which is very true. Very true. Because when, when World of Warcraft was like at its peak, yeah. There were... People selling levels and shit. You could, yeah, exactly. You could sell a character that was, like, grinded up, you know, mm -hmm. had certain levels or certain items and all. You could sell that for good money back then. Uh, we also had someone else talking about, uh, went to Cowplop in Scranton. The guys I worked with were from Cal California. Their minds were blown. Also, they had never had pierogies or seen $2 pitchers of beer. Oh, now I feel kind of sorry for Which, them. exactly, I, I, wanna, <laughs> I want to personally thank this listener for showing them some of the finer things the of the finer state of Pennsylvania. Of Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, he also put about how he is very mad about the Slayer thing, as we were talking about last week, if you heard, with which I agree with, and I am angry with it as well, the whole Slayer being pulled from the car, because I think that is... Oh, yeah, me too, don't you know? I just thought that was <clears throat> dumb. Like, why can't nah, you have... Nah, I agree. It is I, I agree with you. Well, if you want to be, like, one of those awesome comments that we bring up during the show, you can do such mm -hmm. by just simply going over to our Facebook page, our Twitter page. Tweeting uh, Anything like that, or email. I post all the links in the description. If you search up Relative Reaction, you'll find all these. Or yep. if you search up Relative Reaction Podcast in Google, you will get every one of our links together. Our Spotify, our Podbean, our Twitter, or Facebook, all that. Blah, blah, uh, you blah, can even blah. email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. uh, we check all of that throughout the week. We absolutely love hearing from you guys. I mean, it... it is great to sit there and listen and, and oh, read yeah. the comments during the week. I agree. And then to pick out, you know, what we're going to talk about that next week. It's awesome. I, I love doing that. Uh, if you want to go above and beyond, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts. That doesn't matter where. Give us that five-star review and a comment, yes, and that helps us yes, out just yes, yes. beyond beyond words does that help us out on a business level. Just tell um, me you love me. That's all I'm asking for. Tell <laughs> me you love me. You don't I, have to really feel it. Just write it that's all just tap it man again what the comment says doesn't matter don't feel like you have to <laughs> <laughs> no we absolutely love it so uh well how was your week last week i guess we'll start with that i had a really good week it's kind of interesting because my mother-in-law was in the hospital for a reversal that didn't happen unfortunately but hey she's cancer free and that's what truly counts love you Millie, mom Love yeah. you, love you, love you. Cancer can suck ass. Yeah, big time. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> well, I found some interesting things going on this last week out in the news world anyway. Um, but first I want to talk about, I got to go to this little podunk river fest over this last week. And it was just in this small little town. Um, it wasn't but one street worth of stuff. 
but I must be honest, it was one of the nicer festivals I've been to. I loved it. I really did. I had it a was, great for time. Being such a small little podunk type put on a very good festival. Like I said, I got it wasn't a knitted giant. saw, dude. Jigsaw. Whatever. He was knitted. I got him. I love him. It is, he is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I liked the ones they had were knitted bombs that had the F on it. Yeah. So it was F bombs. <laughs> I really liked that. Those were um, cute too. <laughs> yes. If they had a, a Freddy, I'd have been like, all static. But no, no Freddy. <laughs> no, it was. That was. It was just a really fun festival. It all really was. was good. good. There food. was music going yes. on. The, even the library things. in this little town was having a sale. Five dollar book bags. Yeah. yeah. It was just fun. It really was. A lot of people. Yes. And then I saw this This one lady did this coolest thing in the world. She did like giant um, like portraits pretty much. <gasps> yes. And they're all one of a kind because she doesn't do a portrait of anyone mm-hmm. more than once. And they're all unique because she does them with pennies. Oh, it was amazing. It truly was. I wanted this Roberta Clemente one done with pennies. It was so cool the way that she did it. Yes. She had, it would do the lighter and darker pennies mm-hmm. and just had it. It was amazing. And I was just sitting there talking to her because it was so, so cool. So I ended up it talking was. to this lady for a couple yes. minutes just asking her about what made you start this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued now. This is awesome. Um, and she was saying that she started by doing uh, a floor for someone. In the town, uh, they wanted it done with pennies, and she was just, you know, just kind of having fun with it, doing designs. She started doing a little portraits in it, and she said, before I knew it, I was I was out of space on the floor, <laughs> but I was still having fun. Yeah. So she started doing portraits. They're beautiful. They were absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. $460 worth of pennies are in every photo. And just she'll do pennies. personalized ones. Yeah. She's in California, Pennsylvania. I'm telling you, look her up. These were absolutely mind-boggling. They were really awesome. Like, this woman just, it was so cool to sit there and it talk was. to her and look at her work. It was amazing. With that being said, like I said, the news seemed to be, not in a bad way, but busy this week. I found a lot of interesting things oh, going on this week. Do tell, do tell. Um, Sidney Crosby. Yay! He was named the NHL All-Decade MVP. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I did. Is Go awesome. Sid. Go Sid. Go I want to say Sid the Kid, but he's not a kid anymore. So. Yeah, he'll always be Sid the Kid, though. That's just kind of his thing. I when like you come him out so because... good at 18, you just become the right. kid. I like him just because he is just as awesome off the ice. He's not one of those, you know, yeah. kind of smart ass or always getting in trouble or nothing like that. He's just freaking perfect. So I saw that, and I thought that was just so cool. Uh, also, in, in the world of sports, six people were injured by lightning at a PGA Tour. Yes, did you see that? I did. Lightning struck down Damn. during the tour. The cha- It was a championship one, and it injured six people. Thankfully, no one with any kind of like super serious injuries or no, or no life-threatening, anything like that. When I read the article, all I could think of was Caddyshack. Remember when the golfer got it? Yes. The priest. I don't know if that's the greatest thing I've equated to, but yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I guess it just struck a a sixty foot pine, like kind of where everybody mm-hmm. was just watching the the plays happen. Um, they were outside of Atlanta playing for this tournament, and it ended up hurting six people. Yeah, amazing. How crazy is that? That's 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 different. I'm just saying different. 
they there was someone that was like right near it and said the explosion was so big from when it hit the pine tree mm -hmm. that you could actually feel the wind and like the the aftershock and the wind wow. from it. That well, is that'd be cool. Crazy. I'd like it. The one hell of a story though. <laughs> um, did you see? And this one made me think of you, which is one of the reasons why I had to put this in here. You, if anybody knows Mama Bryn, you know she loves Totino's pizza rolls. I do. Those cheap little yes. pockets of lava pizza. Yes, are one of your I could eat a giant in the world. bag full. I could. What well, did you see? They're starting to make something new called snack mixes. I did. I want to try them. I so do I. There, there are two different ones. There's American favorites, and then there's the original. Uh, I want to try the original one personally, but they both look really just super cool. They come with like a variety of of the rolls, don't they? Yep. The original comes with um, what is it? Pepperoni pizza roll snacks. So like the ones that you would think of when you buy the mm -hmm. bags. There's going to be those in there, cheesy marinara bites, mozzarella sticks, and garlic bread bites, which is what I want to try the most. Yeah. yeah. And then there's going to be an American favorite one, uh, and that's going to have the cheeseburger pizza rolls, ham and cheese bites, cheddar bites, and potato bites. Love it. I want a bag of each, and I will eat them at one sitting. Together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I want to try those. I like don't I know said, what it is about those stinking pizza rolls, but damn it, I love them. I don't know, but they are addicting. Everybody says the same. I don't think I've ever met someone that doesn't. They're like, just, yeah, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, I just love them. It's like, I don't even have to be high. I just love them. They are. They're amazing. Uh, like I said, I want to try the original more than the American, but uh, they both sound. I, exactly. I would be, <laughs> if I was given a bag of either, I'd be like, all right, let's, I, let's I, try this shit I out. I did. I did. Uh, and then on that food one, I don't know if you've been paying attention at all. Popeye's started selling a chicken sandwich, a spicy chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. And it has caused a, a great fight. Between them and Chick-fil-A. Chick <laughs> yes, I love it. Go Chick-fil-A, by the way. I'm, Chi I'm team Chick-fil-A. Well, Popeye's <laughs> sold out of their chicken sandwich. Right. Because it went so popular, mm -hmm. so big, so... I heard it New. was delicious, yes. And I, exactly, I, I wouldn't mind it. No. I, I love my Popeyes. I do love my Chick-fil-A. I hope they don't battle it too much because I like nah, them Nah, it's a fun battle. Come I, on. I like them both. Uh, well, with Chick-fil-A, can they ever even be mean? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And just... I'm team Chick-fil-A, so they're going <laughs> to they're gonna be good. They're going to take the high road. Well, with the exception of just the multitude of people freaking out over Popeye's running out of sandwiches. My personal favorite thing to come out of this was there is a Popeye's and a Chick-fil-A in the same town, mm -hmm. and they put a sign up. Popeye's sign said, FYI, people need to eat on Sundays. A little jab. A little Not jab. that that's personal to Chick-fil-A or anything, you know. A little jab. Well... And then it got a little personal because Chick-fil-A is not afraid to mention names. And they put, FYI, we don't run out of chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> I love it. I think it's cute. I, it's it's cool to have a little friendly comp. It was shine. definitely funny to read yes. everything going on. And then like people were waiting for hours in Popeye's drive-thru. Like, they had drive-thru lines that were... Would be out of the drive-through, into right. the road, 
people were waiting to try these sandwiches only to get told that they were running out. Yes. Because it was just going through so many, which I thought was... I mean, it bodes well for them. I mean, oh, it's not... And from what I've heard, everybody loved them. Yeah. I haven't heard, heard a bad things. thing yet about them. I, I think it's pretty awesome. I do, too. And I'm sorry, no one's going to beat Chick-fil-A. They can close on the busiest day <laughs> of the week for food establishments, and they still are always one of the top two grossing food chains. Mm-hmm. So you can't really, like, they got that secret. And I think it's part of it because I saw one a couple weeks ago saying I went to the drive through at, like, I think it said 12.50, or I would say, like, I went to the drive through at one fifteen at Chick-fil-A. I got my food and left. It was one oh eight. <laughs> because they are i don't know how the hell they do it but man they're quick and good they're and they're always the freaking friendliest people when you walk in and order your shit my pleasure yeah it's always my pleasure <laughs> would you like some of our lemonade it's delicious well yes thank you i will take a glass <laughs> now another thing that kind of broke at least part of the internet at least this person's homepage. <laughs> was Mr. B. Now, Big Chunk, or Mr. B, okay, is a cat out in Philadelphia. He is 26 pounds. Damn. How big's Gigi? Oh, gosh. Because Gigi's a I big cat. I have a big cat. I do. I think Garf, last time we, were wa- we got him weighed at the vet, he was 13 Really? I didn't even think he weighed more. I, he's a big-ass cat. I want to say he was 13 when we weighed him last at the vet. A lot of and small he is a dogs big cat. would be scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> he is big in every sense. He is taller than yes. most cats. He is wider than most cats. He's just a big old, but he's a freaking love bug. He is. Well, they posted it because it was in this Philadelphia shelter. Oh. That, you know, hey, we got a new cat. We need a home for him. And they were talking about Big Chunk, or as they call him, Mr. B. (laughs) He is a 26-pound cat, and it caused so much stir, and people want, you know, Mm -hmm. it literally crashed this this place's website. Aww. Doesn't it make you want to go get the kitty? Yes. (laughs) Your wife would love that. Oh, yeah. They said that, and obviously they put, you know, it's great that everybody wants this cat, but remember all these other cats that we have in here as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now they, of course, got to be, unfortunately, got to be more careful not to let this cat out because everybody wants them. And right. You never right. know who wants him. Yeah, you don't know. There's some freaky ass people. But, I mean, you just, the picture Aww, of this cat, he is so awesome, damn cute. And he is giant. Aww. It is like having a miniature leopard in your house if you were to have. Oh, he's beautiful. He makes you just want to snuggle. I mean, I'm sure you could because, oh, I don't know. He might snuggle you. He might play Big Spoon. (laughs) He's so cute. Depending on who you are, he might play Big Spoon. But yeah, that was Mr. B. I had to bring him up too. Uh, That being said, I think that was all the craziness that happened out in this week. Like I said, there was a lot of of awesome stories coming out. Yeah, weird odds. Is Nick out there? I mean, do you have anything else? No. Uh, I was going to tell you about the Chick-fil-A thing and Popeye's, but you got it, baby. Oh, I, did, I saw that, and then yes. especially once I saw the signs across town, I could not bring that up because that, that was, was just funny. awesome. It was. FYI, people need you on Sundays. FYI, we don't run out of chicken sandwiches. No, I want I waffle like, damn. fries, damn it. <laughs> I want Popeye's. I want waffle fries. Um, 
Well, like we said earlier, this is episode number 62. 62 is the earliest age in the U.S. one can receive Social Security. Really? Well, obviously, barring any disabilities or anything oh, like yeah. that, that would allow you to be, uh, what is that? They, they have a special word for it. I didn't realize it was 62. Why did I think it was 60? I don't know. Because I'm crazy. 62. 62 <laughs> is the atomic number of Samarim. Samarim. Easy for you to say. It's like a, a kind of like a soft silver. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, then in 98, during the home run race, Mark McGuire hit his 62nd home run on September 8th, breaking the previous single-season record, while Sammy Sosa hit his 62nd just a couple days later on the 13th of that same year. I remember all that. That was before Sosa admitted to being on everything and anything. and Some. Then some, and then a yeah. little bit more. Okay. Well, now let's make this a home run. Let's yes. get into it. What do we got? Okay. My first story, crumbling states. Yeah, that's right. This is a top ten list of states that are literally crumbling down. Interesting. This includes, like, roads, bridges, and, and like, what the state spends per driver on the roads and things like that. Gosh. That's the crumbling way. Number ten. Hawaii, which kind of surprised me. I guess I always think of Hawaii as beautiful and pristine, and I don't think of bad roads because you're just thinking all this beauty. Well, you think of how much it costs to live there. Yeah. <laughs> eh. You think, I pay this much. But I guess it makes sense because when you're literally a beach. Right, exactly. You probably <laughs> you all roads, that salt, your roads so yes. quickly. I remember being in Guam and all that salt water's hell on everything. That's why I, said, I could imagine that because they probably do – redo their roads more than any other state and they are probably still some of the worst yes because they probably just it is constant erosion sitting on them they have the fifth they rank fifth highest in the worst roads the bridges are actually the 22nd out of okay. the state so that's not too bad on bridges but i'm sure salt water does to bridges too i'm sure of it and they spend an average of only 590 each driver which is saying something for how expensive that area exactly is. it's expensive as hell if there so Spend a little more on your drivers, Hawaii. Okay, number nine, New York. New York, New York. Okay, their roads are the seventh nastiest. <laughs> I have heard that when you get into, like, New York that the roads are not great. I've heard that from people. Yeah. Because they used to say, uh, like, when you grow up in, like, New York, if you're growing up in upstate. Mm-hmm. Your roads are shit, and you can always tell when you hit the state line because you go from bump, 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 bump. Ooh, so nice. <laughs> They're twelfth in bridges too, so that's not good. And they spend an average of three hundred and sixty-six a driver. Wow. Number eight is California IA. Again, I guess the salt water has something to do with it. Their I roads are actually is probably just because they are so populous. It, that that it is. Have you ever seen like uh, pictures of? Because if you go to Southern California, traffic. Oh. No, Northern California is not as bad, but right. when you get from, like, San Francisco down, you have nothing but too many people. Twelve lanes just packed wall Because you go out to North State, you got, what, Sacramento? Right. That's the only, like, super populous town, and even that is nothing comparatively to San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego. <laughs> they have the third worst roads. They are 24 on bridges, though, so okay. I guess they take care of the— Oh, it's probably from— 
I don't know if you remember this. It was, was an old thing, and you could still catch videos on the internet, which is how I know about it. When the uh, one bridge, it was swaying, they made one of those bridges like the San Francisco Bridge. Oh, like the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, like the Golden Gate there, and it swayed, and it actually broke apart in oh, wow. a windstorm. Yeah, it was kind of... You could still see videos. It's cool. And they spent an cool average sword. of only 269 a driver, so let's step it up, Cal. That's another expensive state to live in, too. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven is good old PA. I'm I can attest it's to this it. Low. <laughs> yes, really. The roads suck ass. Yes, the roads are actually the fifteenth poorest. I expected it to be like that's actually better third, than I expected. Second, the roads are bad. They are. The bridges are the fifth. Wow. So we are horrible in bridges. And. The funny thing is, in PA, there's bridges freaking everywhere. I don't know if that's part of it because we have so many damn bridges in PA. Yeah. The town where my dad grew up is literally known for its bridges because the yeah. only way in and out of the town, no matter which direction you go, you have to cross a bridge to get into it. It's called Bridgeville. And and even when you're going downtown, you go, hey, you have to cross all them bridges. Yeah. And I have a nephew who used to do bridges inspect them. I think he did, didn't he? I believe so. I believe that's. And what he his said part they was. were they were horrible. There's a reason. And we actually spend seven hundred and seventy three per driver, so we're actually good there. Yeah, it's a fun. Uh, anyway, number six, Massachusetts. Their roads are the sixth worst. Their bridges are the sixteenth highest, and they spend four hundred and ninety five per driver. Wow. My guess is a lot of these northern states are because of the salt and all you put on the roads for a oh, long I'm time. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's not helpful for roads. It does deteriorate right. them. But I think I don't. I can't attest for other states. For Pennsylvania, I think part of the problem is since I've lived here, I've been here about a year and a half now. I can honestly say I've watched them attempt to repair a road, and they have no fucking idea what they're doing. No, or they've they repair I hate it in when the they dumbest, have this huge ass pothole. They fill it in as little as possible. And they then make it's, it worse. Yeah. And it's gone by the next rainstorm. It's gone. You're yes. like, what the hell did you even... What That was a waste of money. Yes. Do That's it what, right. What aggravates me in Pennsylvania is they will attempt to, quote unquote, fix a road. But instead of taking the extra 10 seconds and 5 cents right. to do it correctly, and then it wouldn't need fixed again for years, mm -hmm. they do it to where it, they make it worse. Yes. <laughs> Number five is New Jersey, the trash heap of United States. The road, the fourth highest, the bridges are actually 22nd, so okay, they're so not the bad on bridges. as bad there. Right. $516 per driver they spend, so that's not bad either. West Virginia is number four. West Virginia, buddy. You can't access half the roads. That's also true. They got a lot of dirt roads and everything yet. Anyway, the roads, they're only the 25th, so actually on the roads, they're not bad. On bridges, number two. Damn. And some of them bridges, they weighed a hell high. Yes, I want me a are. safe bridge if I'm going over one of those damn things. Yes, they do. They have some high ones. Woo! And they actually spend $910 a driver, so that's pretty cool. And, uh, number three surprised me, Iowa. Iowa? Yeah. I was a kind random of state yes. to throw in there. I thought so too. You never hear Iowans going, a road suck. They're the 13th worst in the roads, third worst in bridges. 
So careful on your bridges. Don't cross the bridge in Iowa. Go cross the cornfields. I've crossed a couple bridges getting into Iowa. Don't do that. I've done it multiple (laughs) times. Take your way around the bridges. Okay, $684 per driver. You are where I can't drive through the Mississippi River, right? Like, I'm going to have to hit a bridge to go over the Mississippi. Don't they have ferries anymore? (laughs) Not as common as you think. (laughs) Number two, Alaska. But Uh, I've actually heard that. I've actually heard that that their roads are horrible. They are the second highest in roads. I believe that. Second poorest, so that's bad. 13th in bridges, even. Damn. Yeah. Alaska's not really safe traveling, is it? We there, There's no people to fix them up there. Or equipment. Let's just or take care. a snowmobile and see, what, see where it gets us. <laughs> but they do spend $2,374 per driver. Well, yeah, because there's like 15 people up there, so anytime they repair a road, everybody's got to... <laughs> Everybody chip in. Everybody's got to fork out a couple grand. What surprised me is the number one, Rhode Island. The one with road in the name. Yes. The worst roads, the worst bridges, and they only spend $400 per driver. Wow. So, Rhode Island, get your shit together. I mean, honestly, we can repave the state of Rhode Island. Yeah, really. Let's all take the money from our couches, donate it to Rhode Island, and have them do the roads. Come on, people. Because to fix, like, one road in Alaska, you could repave Rhode Island. And seriously, how many bridges in Rhode Island? Well, I mean, there's probably a decent amount, but... No! It's the size of my fucking driveway. Yes, but there's no... There's bridges everywhere to get to it. Also, it might also be just one bad bridge. They're like, well, <laughs> they're the worst. They have a, a, they a got three, apart. and the one's really bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> just do something about your damn roads, Rhode Island. Well, over to my first story of the week is going to be space crimes. Ooh, I like it. I'm stealing an asteroid for the first time in the history. Someone is actually accused of committing a crime in space. I love it. Okay, that's, Did somebody get murdered? It's frightening. Because no. you imagine the blood would just like be there in the gravity. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. That's all. Someone <clears throat> get mental help from Mama <laughs> Just saying. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, Anna McLean is a decorated NASA astronaut who has spent more than 200 days in space. Now she stands accused of committing the first ever crime in space. Ooh. See, her estranged spouse, uh, former was Air it Force, a drive-by? <laughs> Sorry, former Air Force intelligence officer Sumner Warden, has filed complaints with the Federal Trade Commission and NASA's Office of Inspector General, accusing the client of identity theft and improperly accessing her private financial information from space. Ooh. The alleged crimes took place during McLean's recent six-month mission at the International Space Station. The uh, warden told the Times that she learned McLean accessed her accounts because McLean had intimate knowledge of her spending. To confirm her suspicions, warden had her bank locate computers that had access to her account. One such access point came from a computer registered with NASA. McLean, who returned to Earth on June 24th, denies wrong denies wrongdoing, although she admitted in a sworn interview last week that she did access the accounts from space. She strenuously denies that she did anything improper, though. 
uh, checking her family's finances to ensure that they were sufficient funds in the account to pay the bills and to care for her son that McLean and Warren have raised together. Mm. Uh, Harden said McLean has routinely checked the account and was never informed that she can no longer access it. So they're in the midst of a heated custody battle over their six-month-old son who was conceived via in, uh, in vitro fertilization and carried by a surrogate. Their divorce is set to be finalized in October. Uh, NASA did not comment on the ongoing dispute, although they praised McLean in a statement, saying McLean is a candidate for future lunar missions. Wow. She did a great job in her most recent NASA mission aboard the ISS. Like, like with all NASA employees, NASA does not comment on their personal uh, situations or personal matters. Right. So, she's actually being accused of accessing it illegally, which would technically be the first crime ever committed in space. Well, that's kind of cool. She really didn't do anything. No, she didn't do shit. It she would be like access a finances at worst, wouldn't it? I have no idea, but I don't even know if it'll go to anything. It sounds to me like her and her wife were mad. Right. And her wife is now trying to pinpoint... Anything, anything against the wall. Well, you access finances from a NASA computer. Right. Okay, she you probably was accessing finances, like she said in her interview. Right. Yes, I do access them to make sure that the bills are paid, that my son is taken care of. Right. How dare okay. she? It doesn't sound horrible. Damn it. You should be so sad about that. Well, I'm just saying a murder in space would be kind of cool, would it not? I mean, it would be interesting. Right. Definitely okay. a lot of movies. Yes. Oh, the my gosh, deals. yes, yes. I like it. All right. We know what's next. Ooh, Packers Thoughts. What do we yeah, have this week? Yeah, bye, bye. These All right. look good. We got Marietta's Bruschetta Chips. Mm. We have the flavor of slow roasted garlic. If that doesn't just make you want to go, mmm, then you just ain't American. I, I would have to agree with that. Me and garlic get along yeah, very, I like very garlic. well. A vampire would not like me ever. These come in 10 different flavors. So, you know, you have a lot to choose from, cause, but wow. if you don't like garlic, I don't know what's wrong with you. But anyway. That's interesting. That's a lot of That's a flavors. lot of flavors. I thought so, too. I'd like to try some others just to see, but the slow roasted stood out to me. I love bruschetta, though. These are made in Italy, of okay. course. Zero uh, percent fat, suitable for vegetarians, no preservatives, all the good stuff. And they actually hand roll all the dough for the bruschetta. Really? Yes. Well, that's cool. I just thought that was kind of a neat little fact. I like mm. this. That is very good. Nice and garlicky, too. Yes. And they have a... Mm. Mm. They're very crispy, obviously. That's the whole point of them. The yeah, they're the, like but a Melba at the toast same time, style. They melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. They're so very good. So you get the good. crunch, and it, like, melts. I would, I would get these... A lot, I think. Yeah, I'm a big like chip person, chip snacker, and these are good. That would be that'd be a really good snack, and it would actually be a healthier snack too. Mm -hmm. If you grabbed a handful of this, like you were, you know, had the munchies watching TV at night. Right. You grab a handful of this, it would cure your munchies and be a healthier option than a lot of the other things you could be grabbing to help with yourself. I would grab these. Oh, I'm not allowed to have popcorn, and I freaking love it. But I would, I, I would grab these since I can't have popcorn. No, Even though I sneak it every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Those were good. Mm. I'd like to try some other flavors, man. What other flavors we have do they have out there? Oh, they have like a cheddar cheese. Okay. An herb. Oh, I would like the herb I'm trying one to think sure. of all the ten. I should have wrote them down. There's like a lot. There really was. 
Oh, I see, like, one of them being advertised. They don't advertise all of them on the back. Mm-hmm. But I do see, like, a, it looks like a tomato basil being advertised. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have I a tomato like. basil. Hmm. Very good. I like them. them. That was a winner. Marietta's. I don't think I've even ever heard of these ones. I like that. If, you, if you've ever tried, they're out there. They're called bagel chips. Yes. I I like those as well, and I always get the garlic-flavored bagel chips. Mm-hmm. Well, these are taste like that. They're cheaper. They're better for you. So if you're a big fan of those bagel bites. Yeah, this is a, a better option. Mm-hmm. Save money, save Marietta's health. Marietta's bruschetta <laughs> chips. You're saving money. You're saving health. You're saving it all. Mm. I like you. Which is good because usually anything all natural is not cheaper. Mm-mm. Usually they say <laughs> 10 times more. It's probably this more than a bag of chips, but this one is more affordable than the bagel chips. That is, oh wow. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, these only cost like $1.80. Mm-hmm. That's why I said they weren't bad price. for a bag of chips, and it's a bigger than a normal bag of chips. It is. And the bagel bites are small bags. Yes. And they're three something. I didn't realize they're that much. Yeah, yeah because I, I get them are. a lot. I like them. I admit it. I really like those. But these are just as good. Yeah, no, I would highly recommend those. Those were yummy. So if you see them, get them. Mm, mm, mm. Well, mm. all right. Mm. I can eat like a just, but it wouldn't be good for the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> Probably because I didn't eat anything yesterday. Now I'm starving. <sighs> okay. My second story will move right on in here. Is aptly titled Three Legged Bears. Beers? Bears. 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 Like, whoa. Oh, God. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> hey, boo boo. I only got Except the three legs. <laughs> Where the fuck is my other leg? <laughs> In North Carolina, nine cases of three legged bears have been spotted. I'm trying to pronounce it now. Worrying residents and alarming advocacy groups. Caught on video is a mama bear with all her little cubs noticeably limping on three legs. It's pitiful. <laughs> I wanted to cry when I'd seen it. But anyway, wildlife officials say bears get hit by cars a lot and can live successfully with only three legs. It's not really a big deal. But advocacy groups disagree and think that the humans are setting out traps and these traps are entirely too harsh for the area's bears. They're, they're not huge bears in North Carolina like well, yeah. you would in Alaska. Exactly. These, North Carolina is not having your... Right. These traps, these bear traps are made for huge, like Kodiak bears and shit. And they also found, while they were saying this, four traps around the area. They found four traps in one day. Wow. Right. So they are offering... So to all you North Carolinians, $10,000 reward that could lead to the ID and conviction of sus- of suspects committing these illegal acts because it is illegal to trap bears. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, nine cases already and they don't expect it to lower at any time soon. That's a lot. It is. There's not babies. that many bears in North Carolina. I mean, let's be honest. And like they said, yes, it is very common, unfortunately. For, oh, unfortunate, It's just yes. like a deer or anything mm-hmm. else. Right. It is but unfortunate. Nine together? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's not a... No, I don't think... I think the advocacy is on to something. I don't think it is a... 
just a car, you know, like a, oops, there's the car. Especially nine with three legs. Exactly. Not nine instances where there's injured bears. And if they nine said they were... three-legged bears. Yes, they said they were searching up, like, uh, internet history in the area, mm-hmm. and uh, they've been selling a lot this, uh, uh, I think it's... I can't remember the name of the place. It sells traps and things of that nature for, like, you know, you hunters, hunters and, and shit. Well, a lot of, they seen a lot of sales in this area for a trap that's called Killer, and it's not made for these size bears, and it will cut off a leg instantly because these bears are too small. Yeah, they're just little brown bears, probably. Uh-huh. They're not your huge big bears, so they're using the wrong traps, and y'all are ignorant for making three-legged bears. Stop it! They're <laughs> making a new breed. <clears throat> Sorry. Stop it! It's not funny. Could you? This t- brings a whole new meaning to like bear stand bears. <laughs> they can't get in and out of their tree, can they? Not with three legs. Is it going to be like the the three bears or whatever, <laughs> and the one that's just right has all four legs? Yes. One's missing the right leg. <laughs> that one's too right. This one's too <laughs> left. This one's just right. Poor bears. <laughs> Make kind of cool, like um, like a tiered thing though. If you have one missing a right leg, one missing a left leg, and you find one with all the legs, you can make like a little pyramid. Just sit them all next to each other. One's gonna be kind of leaning. Have the little cubs go under them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. That's bad. Save the bears. Yes, shit. <laughs> well, my next story. <laughs> Is going to be cashed in some humanity, which I might need some right now. <laughs> yes, yes, you may. Well, there's a person that wrote there this, just this amazing note over an unusual experience with one of their cashiers at a local grocery store. Cool. So, I want to start by asking, how would you react if a grocery store cashier squashed your bread in front of you while packing it into a bag? I already know how I react because I've been in that situation. Well... For one understanding woman from Windfarthing in Norfolk, United Kingdom, she couldn't help but to write her experience to a local employer via social media. Because there's more to the story than just that kind of squash loaf of bread that we're talking about. I admit mine, I watched the the young boy put it in the bag and he was like just manhandling it and smushed it in there and I was like, you're going to have to get me another loaf of bread now, you know that. To what she did. Well, in September uh, of 2016, so unfortunately, stories from a little bit ago, but just kind of, kind of came out about everything that happened. Um, Emma Shawcross went shopping at her local Tesco grocery store when she was paying for a pretty, pretty large buggy worth of items, um, and she spotted an aisle with with no one in it. You know, kind of an open mm-hmm. aisle. So she's like perfect. She started putting her items straight under the conveyor belt. Uh, and the cashier on the till, uh, his, his name was Robert. He said hello, started scanning her items and putting them onto the belt uh, to get, kind of move on to the other end so they could start bagging them. Well, the mom wrote, you can imagine the pile of stuff that was waiting for me when I went to go start packing it. Oh, sure. Because like she said, she had a pretty big grocery mm-hmm. load that time. Uh, and everything was normal until Shawcross asked for five bags. He counted each one. And then recon them a farther two times before handing them over to her. Robert remained silent as he squashed my bread while he scanned it, but I waited patiently while I took time while I, while I took his time. 
especially when trying to scan like the little more awkward items that don't exactly have an easy barcode to scan. Right. Well, by the time she went to pay, she already worked it out, so she counted her money with him, or that she had with her, um, which she obviously recounted and then counted her, her change two more times. See, instead of getting upset, she was understanding and she felt that every moment of that transaction was just perfect. Now you're probably wondering why? This is such a weird, so like why? Well, the reason is because the cashier Robert has autism. Aww. I asked him, hey, how was it? How, how, how was he finding the job? You know, did he enjoy his job here? Um, he chatted for a little bit about his experience at Tesco uh, and how they'd given him the opportunity that so many other employers just simply wouldn't have. Aww. Well, hearing that made Shaw Cross's heart smile because she is a mother of a boy with autism herself. So now you kind of see where she was so mm -hmm. readily, easily picking up on everything and just like, ah, oh, it reminds her of her boy. Right. You see, changing attitudes teamed with employers like you really do offer equal opportunities and they're changing people's life is what she was writing to Tesco. So thank you, Tesco. It was a pleasure shopping with you today. Aww. That is super sweet. The customer service team at Tesco actually responded to her and said, I'm really happy to hear that you've had such a memorable customer service while shopping in our store. Coming from a store background myself, I know it means it'll mean much to Robert and the store management team to hear your kind words. So therefore, I've actually forwarded your regards directly to the attention of the store manager to ensure that Robert is recognized for his services. Um, I'm partially deaf too, so we love positive disability stories in the house. Oh, yeah. uh, she said, Joe is the manager of the store, and she employed him because her own, because of his, well, first of all, it was great. I guess his interview was actually amazing. And then he's a really popular member of the staff, and her own son has Asperger's. Oh. So it kind of tugged yes, on yes. her as well to hire him. That's awesome. Um, and it's a small town, so they said most people actually kind of know everyone or know him mm -hmm. anyway because. It is a smaller town. Everybody kind of knows everyone. Well, this is a great company. Do you say it was in Britain somewhere? Like yeah, in the UK. Tesco. In the UK. It's a, a huge, huge grocery chain well, out there. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, Tesco's a very Kudos big... Kudos to Tesco. Way to go, guys. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. And like I said, she put it on her Facebook page, um, and it, it went massively viral. I mean, it had 119,000 different reactions, 7,300 shares, 2,600 comments. Like, I mean, it went massively viral and I think you know what deservedly so I agree I, I want to give a major that's an amazing company she is an amazing customer yes and I I just it's awesome it's awesome to hear things like that makes you feel good major major kudos to not only you ma'am right. Shawcross but also to Tesco I agree way to fucking go Way to kick it up a notch, and it just makes you feel good about the world, you know what it I mean? It does. That's why I say, you know, it cashed in a little bit of humanity there. It made you just yes. feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. And I love hearing that because so many employers don't give anyone a chance. No. They took a chance, mm -hmm. and he turns out he's great at this job. Being in a small town, you already know most of the people, so he talks to everyone, you know? Right. And then That's to have awesome. an amazing customer like this, just to kind of put the cherry on top, mentioning, like, you know what? I picked up on it right away. He reminded me of my own boy, and I just think it's awesome. And I, you end up talking, like she said, she ended up just talking to him. How do you like it? She's probably think honestly, probably thinking, 
one day I hope my son can get hired by can Tesco get, or yes, something exactly. like that. Is it a good company? Yeah. Right. That's you know what? Awesome. It's awesome. They gave me a chance and no one else would. That is. That's amazing because quite a few of my friends have autistic children and this is great. Yes. It's absolutely. A lot of people will not hire autistic people because they don't want the the controversy or the liability. Right. And that's that's amazing. Simply amazing. I, I love, love it. it. Kudos to you, Tesco. Yes. All right, we all know what that means. It's the last clip. It's the last clip. It's the I don't know what that final was. clip now. <laughs> you got to do your hair like this. It's an audio walking. podcast. Well, yeah, but you know. It's all it's all in the content. You'd have heard my hair flipping. No, no you wouldn't. Anyway, this is um, this story. You're going to love it. It is Porter neutering continues. Oh, God. Now, if you've listened to us throughout the stories, you'll note, a, a note that we want to neuter all airport porters. Because Which, I apologize, do you listen to this and you are an airport porter? And you're actually a good one because we have yet to find one. Yeah. I've so. had a personal experience with one before. Horrible experience. Yes. That was in Atlanta, Hartsfield. Exactly. We've had two horrendous stories that made national And yet, news. here comes another. So, so to I apologize if you out are there. an actual porter, please comment. Let us know that, hey, hey, hey not hey, all of us hey. are dicks. Yeah, some of us actually know what we're doing, because I don't believe it. Okay. <laughs> this, again, North Carolina must be stuck somewhere in North Carolina. <laughs> You're like, Sorry, oh. North Carolina. I don't know what to tell you. A North Carolinian family is seeking a full refund from Alaska Airlines. They claim that the carrier abandoned their 13-year-old daughter who was traveling alone. Whoa. Yes. The family paid the extra $75 fee, which it's gone up since you flown. It was Damn. only $50 then. $75 fee for the porter to take her from gate to gate to make sure she arrived on time. This was a layover in San Francisco. It seems during the layover in San Francisco, they forgot about her. Oh, how nice. Yeah. They said that they got her from the plane, but then they left her in the crowded airport. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 She's 13. Exactly. If I was her parent, I'd... Y'all be messed up. You'd be missing one porter in San Francisco. That much I know. The teen borrowed a cell phone from some nice, friendly people and called her parents crying, which would have killed me. Yeah. I would have been to San Francisco so quick. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess just, what about you're literally across the country. Yeah, that's true. Now, when we paid the extra fee for you, you didn't have any layovers, did you? Yes, I did. Did you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Were they good with you? It's hard to remember it. you were young. Oh. I know they treated, you had a, a girl who was around the same age as you also on that airplane. I have no idea. And because Jens were both complaining, they treated you both like little children. I, that's what I, I remember hating it. Yes. Because un, I get it. I was younger. I understand that. Right. As growing up a military brat, airports are second home to you. Yeah, exactly. So I'm okay with whatever you're young you have to have xyz in mm -hmm. order to travel because i think that was what initially it was it wasn't that you wanted to pay extra it was because i wasn't allowed to travel alone right without the fee in towed 
And if whatever. anything ever happens, he already knew to go to the closest USO. Yeah, exactly, which is whatever, okay, cool. But again, you're so second nature in an airport, especially, and I know this is going to sound weird to most of you, the layover was in Atlanta, Hartsfield International. Right. World's busiest airport. Mm-hmm. However, it is also the airport that I know the best. Right. Because growing up in South Georgia, whether you flew out of Atlanta or flew out of Jacksonville, Tampa, or anything near you, you were going to have your first layover in Atlanta. So I've been to Atlanta more than any other airport in my life. Yeah. So of all the airports, I knew Atlanta the best, and it wasn't a far layover or like a terminal change. It was like three terminals. So, and they, oh my gosh. They like, how long did you were like, just, I want to go three rows fucking up so I can sit in a chair and wait for my plane to get called. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard they treated you like young little children and you weren't, I mean, you weren't adults by we were, any stretch. I think probably both 11 or 12. I would say 11 or 12, right around there, yeah. Uh, they had a movie playing for you and it was like some little ass cartoon and shit. I remember that. I just remember you and that girl complaining. Like, oh my god. Okay. So, she calls her parents crying. The porter did not meet her, she said, and left her, and the airport is crowded, and she's scared. Oh. I would just be dying if I was her mother. I'd be like, oh, hey, just wait right there, because I'm coming. You gonna have to bail mama out soon, okay? I'm gonna say my goodbye before I get there. Yeah. will kill me a porter. The airline only issued a refund for that $75, but the family wants a refund for the entire plane ticket, and I don't blame them. No. I don't blame them at all. Yes, somebody there helped her, and she did make it to her to the flight and know where to go, and then her parents were waiting for her, but that's not the point. This, again, is where the airport porter dropped the ball. Yes. I don't know what the hell you airports are are hiring when it comes to porters. I don't think they do an interview process. I think you just come in and say, I want to be a porter, and they're like, all right, here, put on this vest. Go get them. Because they're shit. No. I didn't even think about that because the bad experience I had wasn't even with the time that I was. No. Yeah, it was another one, but still. Yeah. I'm just saying. Step up your game. That is a porter and is actually a halfway decent human being, please let us know. And now I want to go, before I go into my last clip of the day, I want to go on a little tangent because you started talking about wanting refunds and and et cetera, et cetera, and and Porter's pissing you off. Well, I I, got to go on a little tangent. I know this is probably going to lose us ever having the ability to have this as a sponsor. Grubhub. Oh, I wouldn't take them as a sponsor after what they did to you. Go fuck yourself. Thank you. I would not take them as a sponsor. I say that with this in mind. Yesterday, I had a lot of chores to do. I didn't really have time to to be going out and about. So I was like, well, you know what? I've never used Grubhub before. Let me try it out. And some of those chores were outside. So we were like in need of shower and clothing exactly. change. Exactly. Like yes. I wasn't I was not presentable, we'll put exactly. it that way. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm just like, you know what? I've never used Grubhub. Let me give it a shot. Let me get some food. So I ordered through the app, which honestly, fairly simple process. Actually yes, it's not bad. I've at ordered all. from it. Or not the app. I times. actually went onto the webpage. But same point. Like mm-hmm. it was actually fa- fairly simple. Whatever, you know, got it all done. And Okay, your your orders to arrive in like thirty minutes. Cool, whatever. I keep going on my 
chores and tasks and what I had planned. Got a text a couple minutes later. Hey, it's been delayed by, I think it was 15 minutes. All right, whatever. Didn't care. That's fine. I'm still working, still working, still working. About an hour goes by after the allotted time that it was supposed to be there in. And I'm like, what the fuck's my food? Hold up. Yeah, kind of missing some Taco Bell here. Yeah, I'm getting a little hungry. I ordered some food. Where's this at? Nothing. I, I looked out. I haven't gotten any texts, anything like that. So I go back onto the site, and then it has been moved back four more times. <laughs> My time, I'm like, what the hell? So I go to the little contact bot thingy, uh -huh. and I go through, and I'm like, no, no, nothing on this. And I tell them, hey, here's the problem. Oh, we're so sorry for the delay. Uh, let me contact the driver. Gotcha. All right, here it is, your new ETA. Our apologies. Here's a coupon for the next time you order. And I'm like, whatever. A little aggravated, but whatever. Okay, it's taken care of. Got it. They're coming in 10 minutes. There like, you according go. to the little time they sent me in 10 minutes. Cool. At least I'm going to be it. eating in 10. Exactly. All right, so 30 more minutes go by. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Contact them again. And I start talking to the guy, telling him about my scenario. Well, he gets mad with me because I was like, he's like, what do you want? Because now, by, mind you, by this point, it had been. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, what do you want? He's like, I can cancel your order. I said, I don't want to cancel my order. I said, I want my food. I want to know where the hell but it I is. I want to eat it, you see. <laughs> he was like, well, I can't refund your food. You can cancel it, and then I can refund you. I said, I don't want to cancel it. I want my food. Again, I'm not presentable. That's why I ordered something. I, I need food. I am hungry. <laughs> and then you start getting hangry, which is not good for no. anyone involved. Nope. So... By the time he starts talking, and then he just cuts me off. I get completely disconnected, cut off. I'm like, all right, now I'm livid. So I go back on, and I say this person's name. I'm like, I was talking to blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm mad. And this other person, I'm so sorry. While we're talking the with the second guy, I get a text from Grubhub. How was your food today? <laughs> you know, did it arrive on time? On time, late? <laughs> you know, was everything in your order? Yes or no? All their little survey questions. Mind you, they are now sending me an automated text of how my food was. I have yet to receive said food. Talking to this other person. As I'm talking to her, I'm letting her know I'm getting aggravated, blah, blah, blah. I get a text saying, your order with Grubhub has uh, successfully been canceled. So then I get back on with her. I said, why the hell did my order just get canceled? Because at this point, it had been three hours since the initial time that it was supposed to be delivered. Three hours. Yep. Now, some people are wondering why the hell I was still going for three hours. At some point in time, you're just invested in your life. You're pretty fucking curious, honestly. After two hours, you're like, I'll be damned if I'm going to cancel my order. That bitch is going to bring it. Yeah. <laughs> I must be honest. That's just a stubborn side of me. I was kind of invested at this point. <laughs> and thinking to myself, how much longer could it possibly be? And you tell yourself this from about an hour and a half on. How much longer can it possibly be? I might as well wait it out. Turns I admittingly out, did wait an hour and a half for pizza one time, so I get you. So, in turn, turns out that's three hours before it automatically cancels. Uh, and all they did was go, well, I'm sorry you had a bad experience with us tonight. We don't wish that on anyone. And then disconnected. I was like, what the hell? You just canceled my order. What the fuck? Well, you'll be refunded within five to ten business days. I'm like, I don't want refunded. I want food. 
I'm really fucking hungry right now. Have money today. At this point, I'm looking at the cat food, damn it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Slight tangent over. <clears throat> anyway. Try DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so I uh, I do apologize if Grubhub you ever wanted to be a sponsor. My bad. I'll take your money still. It's fine. Uh, I won't. I will. I'm cheap. Go ahead. My fucking show. Anyway, sorry. So, like David, but you just saying that I was like, you know, speaking of refunds and yes. all, I got a little aggravated yesterday. Well, you had every right to be. My last story is a story that's going to make everyone happy. Vagina for all. Doesn't do much for me. They are. We are nearing the opening of the <laughs> first. Sorry. Continue. I'm, t- I'm turning juvenile. <laughs> Glad I didn't say grand opening. <laughs> the first ever vagina museum. Woo! That is right, everyone. There are lots of museums in the world, over 55,000 of them to be exact. Okay. Uh, and for every run of the mill history or art museum, there's plenty of museums that cover some hyper-specific subjects. India has a museum devoted entirely to toilets. Yes, yes. Turkey has a museum that features locks of hair from over 16,000 women, which I've actually been to. I would not go in. It's very weird. Um, however, when, you, when in Cappadocia, you do like yeah, You do what the locals um, do. And of course, there's Iceland's uh, how do we put this? Phallic Museum, which displays penises from 280 different animals, including the almighty human. All right. And yet, with all those ultra-nation museums, there isn't one devoted to the genitalia belonging to 51.9% of the world's population. And that, my dear ladies and gentlemen, is the ever-wonderful vagina. The hoochie-coochie. Yes. <laughs> The little kitty that purrs, <laughs> the sweet cherry pie, and so many other names. <laughs> well, in November of this year, the museum is set to open in a 4,354-square-foot space in Camden Market located in the London, UK. Now, see, there was initially uh, big out in, I want to say it was the end of March. It became really big because they had uh, they went over to a crowdfunding page because... They were at just over 15,000 pounds, and they needed 300,000 pounds to really, like, get everything set up set to actually up and open, go. have that starting opening in November, and they were afraid they weren't going to hit it. Well, good news for everyone. It needed a bikini wax. In the middle of July, they actually did hit that number. Go so get it! So it is still set to open now in November because they were able to re- receive all this funding. Who her representing? Well, Florence Shedder is one of the museum's founders. She's a science YouTuber, and she came up with the idea for the Vagina Museum while researching videos on the strangest vaginas in the animal kingdom. Oh, okay. Um, after already producing a video about the strangest animal penises, mm-hmm. uh, she wasn't surprised to find out far less information was available on her vagina video. She was trying to do like a follow-up because it was sure. a funny, you know, it made a good video funny. Everybody is intrigued when you say, okay, funny animal penises. You're going to be like... All right, I'm intrigued. Well, see, Go on. But you walk up to a guy polar bear and say, let me see your penis. He's going to be like, nah. You walk up to a lady polar bear and say, let me see your vajayjay. And she's going to be like, excuse me. How many polar bears have you asked this to? Well, I haven't yet. But if I do, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what would happen. Well, she said, since there's already the aforementioned dick museum um, <laughs> in Iceland, she decided it was time to build a 
vaginal counterpart. Vaginal. Uh, the primary purpose of the Vagina Museum will actually be to educate the public. Educate uh, all men. Well, see, and that's kind of where it comes from, not just from men, but they brought up some really interesting points. Uh, it has definitely some work cut out for it. The guy, uh, it's called the Eve Appeal. It's a gynecological cancer research charity. Okay. 65% of 16 to 25 year olds say that they have a problem using the words vagina or vulva. Like they just don't feel comfortable saying it. They, they feel, you know, weirded out by that word. All right. 48% of women aged 18 to 24 said they also feared intimate examinations, while 44% are too embarrassed to talk sexual health issues with their GP. I could see that, yeah. I could see so that. So it kind sure. of brought up some, when she was doing this video, it's the, where mm. it all started from, and she realized it's not just a video that I'm having hard information finding on. This is right. a, an overall it's kind of arcing thing. It's extremely, extremely invasive, ladies, isn't it, it, for a lady to go to the doctor? I, I Sure. <laughs> um, well, they also found out that half of men said they didn't even feel comfortable discussing gynecological health with their partner, and they said that many of them see, you know, a vagina kind of as a shrouded in mystery, just kind of its own. No one knows anything about it. It's just it's how it it's is. Just well, they, like I said, they were trying to raise all this money to open up this museum. And the great news about it is they did actually do it, and they set up to open up in November of this year, right in Camden Market in London. Uh, so I thought it was just kind of interesting because at first I see it and I start laughing because, well, it's a vagina museum. <laughs> but then it brought a lot of interesting things. Like I said, how, how few people are even comfortable saying those words. How, you know, over half of all men won't even discuss it with their own partner. Um, there has been... Only around 50% of those who experience sexual violence actually report it to the police, which is another big thing because, again, like you were saying, it's in face. If you don't want to, yes. like, you know what, just I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a, a kind of a cool plan, actually. It started out as a funny thing to read about, and then I was like, you know what? It's kind of interesting. These two chicks actually have a point. Yeah. Now that's kind of cool. I, I'd go. What the hell? I, I definitely would because I'm... At first, I would go just because of haha, and then yeah. now I'm going because I'm like, all right, it's actually pretty fucking cool. First, wanna... you'd go because you're like, I want to get a souvenir, like a t-shirt. Yeah, and they do have yeah. the Johnny Museum. You no, know you all want to wear that t-shirt. I I would. I'm not even gonna lie. I would definitely <laughs> wear a Johnny Museum t-shirt. Uh, but they're. Their overall arcing thing is with the Vagina Museum, all people can learn that there's nothing shameful or offensive about vaginas and vulvas, no. and by fighting the stigma, we can be part of helping solve some of these problems that we mentioned. Go, ladies. I like it. Yeah. So I'm kind of down with you two. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe it won't be as embarrassing, I guess, is one word, to go and talk to your GP. Well, they make a good point. There is the Penis Museum, mm -hmm. but there's no Vagina Museum. You can find a million scientific videos, both funny and educational, about dicks, both human and animals, but you don't have anything with the counterpart. Right. That's very true. Why is that? Told you why. Go ask a polar bear why. I, I don't talk with polar bears on the <laughs> daily. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is all I have today. I am going to end you with that sweet little cherry on top. 
Sorry. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. <laughs> so, someone at least. Thank you so much for listening in this week. Yes, uh, I had a blast. Make sure that you are going in and you are commenting on any mm-hmm. of our social medias, like we said at the top yes. of the show. We have them all. We have the Facebook. We have the Twitter. We have the emails. Mm-hmm. Um, you can comment on wherever you listen to your podcasts at and rate us at five stars. That helps so much. Oh, yeah. Um, it really does. And plus, we just love hearing from you guys. Oh, yeah. It keeps us going. That is the fuel of this show. I want to hear from a porter. Yeah, I, I do. I want to hear that there's at least one porter out there that is a decent fucking human being. I want to meet you and shake your hand and go, you know what? Thank you for standing out from the crowd. That's what I want to do. <laughs> well, with that being said, make sure you share this. Tell all your friends to go and give us a listen. Mm-hmm. Join us again next week as we will be back here, same time, same place, with more amazing stories as always we want to let you know that we love our animals so please help control the pet population stay new to your pets and some some of your relatives like apparently there's still some porters out there that are not neutered they're still don't neuter three-legged bears or polar bears because if you talk to them apparently they'll tell you all about their dicks they will